coming up on this episode of Black and Married. My pictures is down. Pictures ain't on the walls no more. Yo, I come to the crib one day. We got a whole new dining room set. When we was divorced, bro, that's the time where I did a lot of thinking. And I'm a thinker. I'm a huge thinker. That's, that's what we do. You want to talk to this light-skinned nigga? Okay. And you know I'm brown-skinned? Okay. And he tall with tats? All right. Okay. Okay. I'm going to talk to this short <laughs> Spanish woman. <laughs> we know when we when we, when we BSing. We know, oh, we know. We yeah. know when it's we being toxic. We know that it's not right what we're doing. I started doing my own little thing. I started inboxing females. And, and then, you know, getting my little flirtatious thing on which made that job for her 20 times harder. She started going to the army Wednesdays every week, right? Dressing provocative. All right, bet, 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 bet. We right, here. So I see hearts. That, listen, I guess that means we're listen. in motion. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We in motion. Yeah, we live, up, baby. We live, baby. We live, baby. <laughs> All right, listen, listen. Black and Married Podcast, season two. Husbands only edition. Give it up, give it up, oh, give yeah. it up, give 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 it up. Listen, we are here finally. Thank you. Please share the live. Please share the broadcast. We are live. The devil is absolutely working today. That nigga busy. But we are live right now, so I want to give a quick shout out to Black and Mary Season 2's sponsors. We have um, Chanel Moy from EXP Realty. Um, we also have um, Karma Lee with Brand Market National. And we also have Lamar Johnson with A Word with Lamar, Touched by Tiff, and also yours truly. Walker junk removal. So let's get into what we need to get into today. Let's let's get into it. Let's let's let's, let's really dive deep into this. So, got a very special guest today, my boy Eddie Daniels. Been my guy since I was young at the YMCA, wilding, playing ball in the streets. <laughs> We're grown men now. We handling what we got to handle as husbands. So today's topic today, we are talking about to a couple that I respect very much. They have gotten to a divorce and then they remarried after the divorce. So we're going to take a little <clears throat> a little dive into the process of it all happening to how it is today. Eddie, what's good, my brother? What a do, man? Good. Good, <laughs> appreciate brother. you for having me. I appreciate you for pulling yeah. up, man. So when we got an hour. Can I get a hand clap, bro? Oh, yeah. We're going to get all that. We're going to get all that. All right, listen. So. Black and Mary podcast. I got the got the questions right here. So anybody uh, in the comment section that want to ask a question, you know, feel free. I have a um, a narrator that will be you know reading off some of the questions. Maybe I don't know if he is. You know. So let's 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 get into the first question of let's the night. Let's do it. Let's do it. How did 
the divorce happened, meaning who was the first to sign paperwork? All right. So this is a question that has to obviously be elaborated because uh, it wasn't one simple thing. Yes. I can start by saying I was the one that filed for the actual divorce. But as far as how it happened, okay, I'd say multiple different things. Uh, one of the things was us being a younger couple, getting married early on, not really knowing or understanding. And I can speak for myself. I don't want to speak for her too much, but okay. not really understanding in depth what marriage was and what it was supposed to be like. Okay. Uh, we all get to the altar. We all hear that, you know, to death do us part, sickness, health, all that type of stuff, right? Yep. And we all agree to it. Yep. However, when you get into marriage, you start realizing and understanding what that feels like. Yes. Uh, it's not as easy, you know, to actually live according to that. Yeah. What I mean by that is uh, we, we, we had a, a, a marriage that was pretty much, I feel like it was good. Um, we had a great friendship. We had fun. We did a lot of things together with other couples and everything like that. But I feel like once we got to a certain point in our marriage, I started needing, and I emphasize on need, I started needing more of that intimacy. Okay. Uh, that intimacy was, it started to end up being key for me. Uh, along the years that we were married or even just together, uh, even if I still needed it, it wasn't something that I complained about or even requested. Reason being, we're men, so a lot of the times we don't speak up. We don't tell women what we need uh, to give them a chance to even try to give that to us. All right. So this situation was just a buildup, a buildup of me feeling like I'm not getting what it is that I need, but not necessarily speaking up. And by the time I did speak up, we already done had some years in. Yeah, so you it's like saying? it's so, like yeah, I understand what you mean. So that expectation was, you know, pretty heavy on her. Um, our communication, I gotta say, it was trash, low key. Mm. Like I said, we had a friendship, but when it came to our communication, uh, we grew up differently. You know, she has a, a background that's way more, um, uh, I don't know, more relaxed. I guess I'm yeah. a little more. You know, anxious, spontaneous. Spontane I got a lot more aggressiveness in my tone when I talk and communicate and stuff like that. So yeah, when it came to our communication, yep. you know, we had two different worlds that we yep. were trying to combine into one. Uh, so that was real heavy on us, too. Okay. But fast forward to the divorce part of things. Um, we got to a place where, like I said, I started to actually speak up and I started to tell her what I needed. I needed that intimacy. I needed more words of affirmation because that's one of my love languages. Okay. Um, that words of affirmation... For most men, I don't know about all, but for most men, it's it's heavy. We need it that. is. It is. So I felt like where I come, where I came from, how I grew up, I feel like when I got with Tiff, um, I started to change to be a better man, be a better husband, be a better father, and that was due to me, uh, you know, going to church more, praying mm -hmm. more, leading yep. my family more, and yep. I had a dope example: her father. Yep. He was a fire example of a husband, a dad, uh, and everything else. So I felt like as I progressed and as I grew into being who I was as far as being a better man and husband yep. and dad, I felt like at some point I would feel the appreciation of what it was that I was bringing to the table. Especially okay. being from a background where I didn't see that yeah. or where I wasn't able to actually learn from my past. This was all stuff that I learned while being with Tiff. So shout out to her and her dad and them 
for me even being able to get that example. Exactly. But again, that words of affirmation was something that I really, really needed. So me not getting that in return caused me to have or gain insecurities. Mm. I mean, to me, my picture is, oh, you know, I'm paying bills. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm, you know, buying gifts. I'm doing all this type of stuff that I felt was, you know, was a great needed. thing to do as a husband. Absolutely. And I felt like I wasn't getting the appreciation, you know, for that. I felt like, you know, and at some point, you know, you start to suffer at, at some point, especially when you, as men, we live in this thing called flesh. So you go out in your day to day life, you run into females who show you that appreciation, yeah. but they're not your wife. You feel exactly. me? Exactly. So and it's just like, and it's vice versa with husbands. That's not showing absolutely. appreciation. And, and that's so, so that very started, understandable. That started to play a part. Okay. Where I felt like, you know, things were, um, you know, I was getting that type of appreciation from other people, not necessarily people I wanted, but I wanted from her. So long story short, we started to have a, a, a huge clash on our communication. Um, then we got to a place where I actually you know, started to get a little more upset. I started being more uh, cold, started being a little more like, you know, not like myself. And I felt like the flesh was getting the best of me. I started Gosh. getting to the point where even the stuff that I was requesting became harder for her to actually give me because I ended it, up, it wasn't like that in the beginning. It wasn't like that in the beginning, but gotcha. I started changing. Not for the better, but for the worse. Yeah. So the request that I put on her, I ended up making it harder for her because I started getting upset. Started getting mad, mm. started getting into my feelings, started doing my own little thing, started inboxing females, and and then, you know, getting my little flirtatious thing on, which made that job for her 20 times harder. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's so, understandable. So that's how everything started to go build downhill. up. Yeah. Build up, go downhill. Then what I was requesting from her became harder. So that wasn't happening. Mm. Uh, and then towards the end, because I got to speed that thing a little bit, because that's really the bulk of it. Toward the end of that, when we started to uh, really lack that communication piece of things, I got to tell this, and I wish I had my phone. Chris took my phone. But I got to, because <laughs> I want to make sure I'm saying it right, because I got to put her on blast, because, right, look. Yep. So during that time, I started saying, you know what? I think we should get a separation, right? Yeah. I think we should get a separation. Yep. She said to me, uh, if you want a separation... We might just get a divorce. So actually, she was the first one that brought up divorce. I was the one that said separation. She said divorce. Some like my my wife, she feels like separation is is no need for it. I agree because it's it's it can get to divorce. Like separation is like you taking a break in your marriage. Yeah, you true. should you know that's what we feel like, but a lot of people feel like. That's not what it is. It's just so you can smash yeah, and not yeah, feel yeah, guilty yeah, yeah. about true, it. True, true. And she probably viewed it that way. So she was like, nah, my nigga. Yeah. If if we taking a break, we might just get a divorce. Yeah. So long story short, right? So after a while, I'm just like, all right. Our communication started getting worse. And she started going to this R&B Wednesdays every week. Ah. Right? <laughs> she started going to the R&B Wednesdays every week. Ah. Right? Dressing provocative. Well, she don't. But you know what's good? She she doesn't dress provocative, but she good looking. She she's bad, yeah. and she could dress. So you know, a lot of people like her and stuff like that. But that's not my my choice of location. Nothing against yep. you know the place, but that's no, just but that's, not my that's no, not but my, that's understandable. It's it's no disrespect. Yeah, it's just it, it's where just you not like a cup of tea. Exactly, I would rather not. 
you know, but that also added fuel to the fire. Because mm. I'm like, yo, while we could be fixing this marriage and working on, you know, this stuff that we got issues with, you want to go party. Yeah. Right? Then let me tell you, I got a snitch on her. I'm snitching. I don't care. I'm up here. Right? So <laughs> I start, we talk about the whole move out joint, right? Yeah. I start coming in the house, right? She's already moving me out low key. I'm looking on the walls. We got butt naked walls, right? Because my pictures is down. Pictures ain't on the walls no more. Yo, I come to the crib one day. We got a whole new dining room set. I'm looking like, yo, what's this? Yo, you mad petty, bro. Oh, no. What's this? So I got kicked out (laughs) on the low, bro. You started updating all the stuff, y'all. Oh, man. Oh, when when it's new in the crib, it's over. Like, that's the over part. Oh, yeah. So, So really... This was just the buildup of all of that. And then it was my impulsive decision to follow through with what I was doing because where we could have been trying to work on it, yep. we weren't. Yeah. So then you already know we don't like to be challenged. So mm-hmm. if if I say, yo, we need to break, and you're like, no, let's get a divorce. And if I say, you know, I feel like I just need some space, I'm going to move somewhere for a little while, whatever the case may be, and you mm-hmm. start moving stuff around, and I'm like, yo. You're Speedy Gonzalez with this. Mm-hmm. So that was how that actually happened. Wow. Like how we got the actual divorce. And at that point in time, when I actually started going through that process of actually, you know, moving and doing that ty- all that type of stuff yep. and actually going through with the divorce, she ended up coming to a point where she didn't want the divorce. But me, I'm prideful. Once you already say I'm it. Already, you my, already, I'm already. Once you I'm take it there, here, it's bro. already there. I'm you might as well. There, I'm already there. I understand. So, so I that's, understand. That's how that happened. And then I have my I have my crew of dudes too. I have my holy crew of dudes. You know what I'm saying? Me being a man of God, I have my my, my crew. Mm-hmm. Those are the crew I ain't want to listen to though. Mm. That's the people that they was like to, they was like stop just work it out. They always want to hit me with the holy stuff, bro. Yeah, but they don't know. Well, how that's, you, what you need, you that's what you need. You definitely need it. But, but once you get to that point, you ain't it's want, like I ain't want to hear none of that. it's no turning back I, I now. Know, it's I like want, I you know, hear what Jesus did, yo. Like low key, that's understandable. So the dudes that I did speak to, they all, they all had this, this, uh, uh, this confirmation of what I was feeling, and you know, what I mean, obviously they mm. got they're not, they're not married. Yeah, they don't understand, you know, relationship. They don't understand. That. So do you think that people that are not married could give you marriage advice? Heck to the no. Prime example, I got a divorce. They they gave me trash advice. That's wild. Perfect example. So that's that's another thing that played into, you know, us getting the divorce is listening to outsiders and not my crew mm. of people who would have steered me right. That's understandable. You know what I mean? So, you know, that that's pretty much the you know, the 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 way that that happened. I mean, obviously, we got a lot of details and all that, but we don't. Of have course, you don't gotta. You don't but gotta get. You don't gotta get, just the, what the, you the, said the feeling was of the lack of appreciation, the lack of communication. You yep. know, uh, yo, I gotta tell you this before we even move on to anything okay. else. Yo, peep game. So I used to, and this is where my, my insecurities, right? So I used to walk around the crib. I used to get dressed because okay. we used to go out and have fun and all that. Yep. Tell me why your boy used to be seeking for approval, seeking for the. You look good. You look nice. Mm-hmm. Bruh, I used to be walking by her 30 times before we left the crib, y'all, and don't get no response. <laughs> I used to seeking, seeking. Like you just did 100 push-ups. Yo, just, you know what I'm saying? Had the whole joint. To get uh, up there, with right? the, 
These are the these are the, you told me to get them Chelsea boots because you said these Listen. are the right ones for me. <laughs> you told me I had you feel me? You told me to get the ball fade this time. Yo, you ain't, but I only I've been, I've been getting just low Caesars. You told yo, me to get the ball fade. Listen, I got it. And you ain't tell me. You even tell me it look good. Yo. But but I say that I only say that to say how bad guys actually do need that appreciation. Yeah, that's that that's you that's needed. You, we do we need that. It's we needed. don't speak about it enough. And saying that we're handsome yeah. goes a long way because yo, it's man. like when another woman says it, they go overboard. They like if you was my man right now. Yeah. It's, oh yeah, they got all of so it. So that gets you into that point where you like, Yo, why I can't get it from the wife? Why well, I can't get it from you though? Just like dudes, dudes will see you and be like, I'm just uh, you. You walk into the store. If you was my wife, you won't be walking to no oh, store. Yeah. You, I'll be carrying you inside the store. Oh, you won't yeah. even be having no carriage. Like, oh yeah, they say some over the top stuff just so that it can. Uh, yeah. yeah. So so all of that to say that's how we ended up actually getting divorced okay that brings me to my next question give it to me what did you do while being divorced so when we first got divorced i was still i was still hurt even though even though i initiated it that Mm -hmm. didn't stop me from being extremely hurt because i felt like at that point in time i was actually pushed to do something i really didn't want to do okay remember i first said I just wanted the separation. Separation. And just then clear. when she mentioned the yep. divorce and all that type of stuff, I felt like, and when she took down pictures, she took, uh, changed out uh, stuff at the crib, I felt like I was being pushed to do the divorce. Yeah. So when I first got divorced and I moved and I let her keep everything. So I let her keep the condo, her car and everything. I let the kids stay there. So um, I had a lot of time by myself, yo. Mm. Remember, I was moving into a crib with nothing in there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Nothing well, in there. How, how, long was you, how long was you divorced at this time? Uh, I don't know. Maybe, give, give, or, give or take. Maybe, uh, maybe two months, maybe. Two months, okay. Yeah, maybe two months before I was able to get on my feet a little bit. But um, when, when we got divorced, I literally had a lot of time to make money. That was really my go-to. My go-to was like, yo, how can I progress and, and get this bag? Because another part, and I didn't get a chance to mention that, but another part of our divorce was financial. Mm-hmm. It was a financial situation, too. So the courts got involved once no, you no, no, got no. divorced. No, it was more so like when we were together, yeah. financially, I felt, you know, I was doing a lot of paying other bills. Mm-hmm. She didn't pay any bills at that point in time. But also, she didn't want me to do overtime. So, you know, a guy's mindset is, you don't want me to do no overtime. But you want me to pay all the bills? Exactly. I'm I got this work. Exactly. I not understand so, you. So it ended up. So when I got um, by myself, when we got divorced, that was my first thing that I was trying to do was get money, work overtime, go which crazy. Which is facts. Which is facts. And then I, and I also started my new business. That's what I did with the um, the firearm instructor. Yes. I started that, and I just went ham making money, bro. I started going crazy making money. I okay. even got to a point where uh, months in. I tried talking to um, females and stuff like that, getting back out in the dating world. That junk didn't work out. That was an epic failure. Epic failure. How was it, though? Bro, like, I how... didn't have no trust for nobody, bro. No trust mm. for nobody. I was still hurt. I was still bitter. And I didn't have a trust for nobody. So mm. anybody that came across my path, I legitly, with all the stuff that I did, because at this point, I'm a, I, I was a, a CEO. Well, still yep. am. CEO. Had my own photography business. I had my own fire instructor business. Yep. So for me, 
I felt like, yo, I got a lot a going lot, for me. A lot going, so, when, so you can't come to me half yeah, nothing. And then, so when I started to, 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 to talk to people, I automatically had this feeling of, yo, they might be trying to use me. They might be just trying to get what I got. You know what I mean? And through mm. conversations with people, that's literally what I would get from it. All right. So, so all right. So when you said that you were um, inboxing females, like flirting, did you bump into any of them while you were divorced? At that time. Oh, you said that one more again. When you was inboxing oh, no. anything, no, did none you? Of them. No, no. All right. So anybody that I spoke to afterwards was all random new people. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know what I mean? All oh, random gotcha. new people. Gotcha, gotcha, but, gotcha. Uh, but like I said, I, that part was an epic failure. I didn't, I didn't go out. I wasn't a person that went out like that. I didn't go partying on clubs and stuff like that. So <clears throat> that was an epic failure for me. Anybody that I was in co uh, communication with, I ended up not being the best me, you know, because I just came out of a divorce. So they yep. didn't get anything that she was getting. And if they thought they was, <laughs> you're you a fool. You're a whole you're definitely fool. Definitely not getting that. You're, you're a whole fool. So that wasn't happening. Yeah. So that's literally what I what I do with my time. I, I still had the kids every every all my days off. Okay. I worked. I think I I worked five days, three days off. So I had them on the three days off and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I made my bread, man. I made my bread, and I got into survival mode. Survival mode, because this when the pand the pandemic happened, I started buying all types of survival stuff. I was like Rambo, bro. Straight Rambo. You couldn't tell me nothing. I was surviving but, for the apocalypse. Yo. But you had to because yo. of the situation. Because you've been married to this woman for so long, and now it's like, yeah. You know, you, you it's absolutely done. Now it's like you got to figure out an identity that is good enough for you in this new world absolutely. that you in. So absolutely. that's understandable. And low key, oh, low key. I still, even though we were divorced, I still had a desire to make sure she was straight too. Mm. I never had a hate for her to the point where I'm like, well, whatever happens to you happens. That was never the case. If she couldn't pay a bill. I was on point with that. I got you. You feel me? Like, cause she still got my kids. Yep. She's still in the in, in the condo. She still got the car and all that type of stuff. So I yep. still felt like I had obligations. Absolutely. And I was which never is, that type of dude. Which, to be which like, is understandable oh, because it's together, like so this ain't set, this, this ain't you you we, we, we was married. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 we yeah. we got kids. We got stuff together. Yeah. Names. We ain't just you know what? Let me just you yeah. feel me? I understand. Yeah. Because she's saying something totally different in this conversation. Oh, word. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> she wild in the Oh, she got turned cra crazy. And they said, it, 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 uh, and Isis said, you guys were still hanging out from time to time. Yeah, we was. We was during that time, too, where we, where we uh, broke up. And she, she said I was acting crazy. Well, okay. I was mad mean. I was mad mean. I was mad. I was mad mean. I can't front y'all. I was cold as all heck. Okay, but that's you know that was a part of my my being upset and angry. Exactly and just, because you know of everything I mean? is changing stuff no. like that. You didn't want it to change, nah, but yeah, she yeah. brought she twisted that knob and said, "We going to turn yeah, it up was, to ten. You wanted to go to six. You went to ten on that. Oh, so I understand. I had to show you better than I could tell you type joint, low key. My wife, my wife knows that about that. She, she, you she. Know. I ain't want to take it somewhere, but she yeah, took you know. it somewhere. And you step, I'm a step. That's how we do it. Yeah, like, you know. I mean, so let's get to the good part of everything me. that's happening hit, today. Hit, hit me with it, because I feel like we was already at some good stuff. Why did you remarry your ex-wife? 
That's a good question. I could tell you this, right? Give me, give me from the part where you thought that it was it, it, where it started from while you guys were divorced up until the remarriage part. So when we when we got divorced, a couple months went by, we started hanging out again and started okay. um we, we never stopped um obviously being in communication because of the kids. Of course. Uh I still never uh fell out of love with her, uh, obviously. Um but how this whole remarried thing came about, it honestly had nothing to do with with uh us hanging out and stuff. It had nothing to do with that. Okay. This is the this is the crazy part. Now I was telling this to my cousin the other day. When we was divorced, bro, that's the time where I did a lot of thinking. And I'm a thinker. I'm a huge thinker. I prayed a lot. I watched a lot of sermons. I made my money and I got a lot of clarification and um uh, uh revelation. Okay. So, right? What made me choose to remarry? Yes. Was the example that she showed me on love. Let me ex- let me explain, right? So, when we was married the first time, yep. I used to have this issue with asking her, you know, you know, why do you love me? Because there was points where I wanted to know, why do you love me? And she, she had a hard time explaining it. And I felt some type of way, because if she was to ask me, oh, I got a thousand reasons why I love you, right? Mm-hmm. So my revelation, when, I, uh, when we was divorced, God was like, well, why do you love me? That was the question he asked me. And I couldn't be like, oh, you do this, you do that, you do this. It was solely based off of his love for me. Absolutely. The reason why I say I got remarried to her and it was based off of how she showed her love for me is because she lost everything at that point in time and still chose to love me, right? Mm -hmm. She had two of the, what they say? They say the next closest thing to death is the death of your marriage, right? Yes. Right? So she experienced the death of her marriage, and she also, at the same time, literally at the same time, experienced the death of her mom, which is like the next closest thing to marriage, in my view. Mm-hmm. While experiencing both, she still chose to love me through that. Mm. No pastor could have showed me a better example of love if I didn't have that sitting right in front of me. Wow. Bro, this is me thinking this, though. That's, that's, this is me thinking this. Because a lot of people, they grieve different. Bro. They grieve out of anger. They grieve. I'm upset with you. That's what I expected, right? Yeah. But that's what I got. I got wow. the opposite of that, right? Yep. So I'm thinking, oh, that Christ loved the church type of love, that's what she had. Mm-hmm. And that's not what I expected, but that also showed me where I went wrong. All those explanations on why I love you, that's all conditional. If you could give me a thousand reasons why you love me, it's all because of the stuff I bring to the table. Exactly. And I ain't understand that. So now, at this point, I'm understanding she probably couldn't explain it because it was just a choice she made. It had nothing to do with what I brought to the table. It wasn't because I I made you feel this. It wasn't because I did this. Because mm-hmm. what if you couldn't or weren't able to do that? But there's a point I wasn't. I, I divorced her, bro. Yeah. And you still. You get what I'm saying? I get, I get exactly still, what you're saying. Yep. That was And that was at 
my worst. That was at my broken. That was at my meanest. That was, and you still chose to love me through that. That mm. was nothing but God, bro. That's nothing but God. Right that was there. nothing but God. And now, once I got that revelation and that understanding and that, ah, oh, yeah, 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 I said I'm a fool. I'm gonna clap for that. I'm a fool. I gotta give a clap. For that. That, that 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 right there is and like that's that's and that's something that I am growing to to get like you know what I'm saying and that's and I'm not gonna lie that's how it's always sort of been in our relationship where like I said we grew up differently yep so she taught me a lot on how you know how to love and how to be a man all this type of stuff through how she was brought up yep. You know what I'm saying? So I learned a lot just from being with her. Love versus survival. No, I, I learned a lot just being with her. So when I got that type of revelation, I was like, eh. yeah. It's about that time. Yeah. We got to get this right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I did this thing all wrong. Yeah. All wrong. And now I don't have so a, was it, a need so, of wanting something now. It's so, just, so was it like your ego? Oh, that, all day. That, that it's the reason why it got to that point. Oh, all day. And I was super prideful. Yeah. Too. Super prideful. Yeah, egos and pride got, got to be set aside when, when when it's your spouse, you, who you married day, to. Bro. I'm all learning. Day. I'm learning that as we speak right now. I'm prideful. I have an ego, and me and my wife, we just we you know we sometimes be at each other's necks about a lot of stuff. But she showed me like, yo, you can't have pride or ego when it comes to marriage. Nah, and I'm, but see, that's something that I didn't, I didn't understand either. That's yeah. something I didn't understand, but I do understand that now. Yeah. You get on my nerves right now. I ain't, it ain't gonna, it ain't gonna get me to that place now. Like I'm, I'm on a whole nother level now, and it's due to the divorce, and gotcha. and, and me getting all of that revelation and understanding while being divorced. I don't think honestly I would have understood all of this without it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So and sometimes it takes a drastic situation to bring some clarification and understanding to, you know, the situation. So, yeah, man. Yeah, that's how that's how we ended up. That's why I ended up, you know, remarrying her. Remarrying, bro. Like, okay. Yeah. So I'm um this question, and, and, and as far as everybody that just tuned in, every question that I'm asking him, I already pre-screened it with him and his now wife. So everything. And she ain't never stopped being my wife. Technically. <laughs> Even though we got a divorce. Even though it's on but, you know, paper. Yeah. So, so I'm gonna ask, Legally that changed. So I'm going to ask this question. <laughs> yeah. Now, what would have happened if she would have denied... I was getting back together. Y'all getting back together. Like, how would you have reflected on that? Would you have said, you know what? I'm going to take this L, I'm going to just, you know, move on as a man, or should I continue to keep pounding this idea that we need to be together? Like, would you have stopped? Because there's this notion of when a man asks a woman hand in marriage, if she says no, the relationship is over. And mm -hmm. I'm a firm believer of that because it takes a lot for us as a man to know that this is our final stop in life. Mm -hmm. Now, being that you guys were already married and on paper you got divorced, how would you have felt if she would have said, nah, I can't remarry you? Hmm. That's a good question. So, first, 
I'll start by saying that it's a good thing that the decision was mutual. <laughs> which but is a great if, thing. but if I did ask again and she said no, number one, I would have been cheap. I'd have been mad cheap, right? And number two, uh, the next person that would have came around would have hated me. Cause you still in love with I'd, your ex wife. I'd, I'd have been around at that time. Yeah, too much. They'd have been like, "Yo, who is this? Why is he still? Could you uh, please? Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I I wouldn't have stopped. And he would have mm. been mad. He would have been real mad. And I in that flyness that I was talking about. Oh, he would have got yeah. that all day. Oh yeah. What? I would have been all the way at the house. Oh, I'm coming to get the kids again. Again. But you just dropped them up. I know. <laughs> I just want to be. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I just want to be in your yeah. face again. Yeah. I yeah. mean. I'd have been ODing. Straight ODing. I told my wife, I said, she ever, you know, we ever get a divorce and she got a man. Oh, he going to hate you. Hate I'm your a, guts. Nah, I'm, I'm I'm in a house. I'm like, first of all, this is not even your house, homeboy. Yeah. It's my, it's, it's <laughs> technically this is my house that me and my wife built. Yeah. First of all, what's this red note on the. Yeah, you an intruder. Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is that uh? A late payment? Why you got red envelopes? See, that's what I'm talking about. You, yo, listen, you not even take care. Of, I, I'm, I'm gonna be all up. Yo, first of all, why is your jacket not even tailored? You, you just bought the jacket off the. First off, come why on, you got bro. bell bottoms. Come on, bro. Like, come on, son. You don't even know how to dress, and you got my wife exactly, bro. Yo. You, you might as well just get ahead and just yeah. let, let, let this be over. Yeah, I'd have been ranking. I would have been cutting on them all day. So I'm, so I'm asking you this: Did you know if she was dating after y'all got divorced? Uh, did she not, tell? Did she? Did she tell you that she was talking to someone? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, I guess. Okay. Well, cause she wasn't not to that extent. She wasn't talking to nobody, but she kind of did the same thing that I did. She just tried to get back out there a little bit. Gosh. Gotcha. Um. But yeah, nah, it, it wasn't to that degree though. It wasn't to that extent to where someone was like trying to like out both of y'all for trying to yeah. because you know like when you when you get a divorce you know I, I don't know I haven't experienced this but I know that when people are like you know divorced and they date outside they come back together somehow some way there's people that's going to be like oh well this timeline I was smashing Eddie yeah. around this time while y'all was having an anniversary he came to my house that night it, it gets to that point, mm -hmm. you know. So, yeah, and low key, and low key, I only started talking to somebody because I seen her talking to somebody. Exactly, and, and it's because just, I was chilling. I was chilling. I understand. And I said, "Oh yeah, that's what we doing. Uh, that's what we doing. That's, that's what, what we doing. You want to talk to this light skinned nigga? Okay. And you know I'm brown skin, okay. and he tall with tats. All right, okay, okay. I'm gonna talk to this short <laughs> Spanish <laughs> woman. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm a you know, total opposite of you right yo, now. Nah, yo, yeah. But nah, she, she, but she would tell me everything anyways, though. Yeah. She would tell me everything, even though we were the worst. She would still tell me everything. If she Absolutely. Um, talked to somebody, people was inboxing her. and yeah. So literally, we still, I, I still knew everything. Like, she literally yep. would open and tell me about everything. So yeah, whoever's viewing, oh. I know you inboxed her. Oh, yeah. Because she told me it all. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know everybody. So next question I have yeah. here is, is the love different now than before or worse? Meaning, do you guys love each other differently? Oh, of course. If <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I can't stand her. Oh, no. 
Is it different, like, as if, like, you guys are walking on eggshells? Or can you guys love, like, without without an ounce of, you know, like, you guys can love genuinely within each other now? Because you said before how you said it was ego and pride. Yeah. Did, is it non-existent now so where you could just say, I can love her out loud and being that I was the one that caused this, you not trying to bring it up when we mad type yeah, situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is the love, like, it's easier now than it was when, you know, you guys had it good in the first marriage? Oh, um, well, I, I think her, I think hers, for me, probably didn't change. Because remember, I said she loved me all through it. All through it, yeah. All through it. Even, even at the point of divorce, she still loved me through even that. Uh, for me though, I could say that mine's is uh, is better, is stronger because I have a better understanding. I have more understanding and clarification on what yep. that is. So it's more of a choice for me now. It's not based off of how you make me feel. It's not based off of what you're doing. It's not based off. Nah, it's just now I get it. Good. So I would say yeah, it's definitely better. That's good. Definitely better. That's great. Uh, my next question is: Does your wife? Take accountability for anything she caused, if applicable. She better. <laughs> you no, heard the man. I think, I think she does. I think she does. Because but again, it just doesn't warrant my behavior. It doesn't warrant exactly what I chose to do. Yep. So yeah, I mean, you could take take accountability for the part you played, but I would never. At this point, I would never try to get her to take accountability for my choice mm. and what I did. Yep. Right? Because my choice means that I gave her more power than what she should have had. Mm. Right? We go to we go to work, we go do all types of stuff, and we tell people all day, you ain't going to make me do this. You ain't going to tell me what I can and can't do, right? But then why with the wife, you made me divorce you? Nah, you didn't. Kind of what I did was I gave you way too much power that you wasn't supposed to have anyway. Yeah, that was that was my free because will, of, my free choice, because and of, that was something you, I did. You, you tell a woman, weakness. you tell a woman one thing, and she just yeah. automatically don't hear it. She hear it in a way of it's disrespect, and then she's gonna bring it with disrespect, yeah. and then we are gonna keep disrespecting, piling up the disrespect on top of each yeah, other. So I should have like, never gave gave away that much power. That, yeah. I would never do that again. Now, oh, now yeah. that I understand that. You know that that that's that was the the real issue was you giving away your power, giving make it giving it somebody else's responsibility to make you feel a certain type of way, to make you feel that they love you, to make you like exactly. I'm supposed to already be loved. I'm, I'm you know what I mean. God is supposed to provide all of that for you to begin with. So to give that responsibility to somebody else, you was a fool for doing that. Well, I was a fool. I was a fool for doing that. Yeah, you know what I mean, and that was, that's what I could take responsibility for. Because a lot of times, um, like Steve Harvey, he be saying this notion of don't hold women accountable. Like, as far as your wives, like, let them win whatever argument. Do you believe in that? As far as if she's wrong, she's wrong. You know she's wrong. Uh, well, so here's the thing, right? Yep. I think it's, I think that wrong and right depending on what it is sometimes it's perspective so let's just talk about arguments sake right so if mm -hmm. she's i don't know if we're arguing about something that's wrong or right 
I wouldn't necessarily submit to the fact that she could be possibly right. I would just say have a better way of presenting your so-called argument mm-hmm. and learning how to defuse the situation and understand that everybody don't have to agree. Absolutely. Everybody, you just got a different outlook. Everybody has a different opinion. Yeah, you just, I mean, you know, respect their opinion and now, just keep talking, it pushing. Well, you're talking about facts. You're talking about stuff that, you know, that's factual. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's nothing. You can have problem, your, but, you but, can but, have your yeah. opinion on facts, but it's still facts but on it's paper. Facts. But when we're talking about opinionated stuff, you know, your outlook, my outlook, how you grew up versus how I grew up, how you perceive something, how I, that's, that's all perspective. And sometimes, you know, it's not necessarily who's wrong or right. It's just understanding the other person's side. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was a lot of what we had to do, too, because we grew up different. Exactly. Um, My last question is, how does she feel about the divorce, like, in total? Did she, like, did you guys have a conversation where she just said, like, how how does she outview life when she, when you guys got the divorce? Did she, like... You know, like when most, a lot of women, they say, you know what, I started going to the gym. I started loving myself more. I started doing this. Like, did she feel like she failed? Or did she feel like, okay, like, you know, he divorced me, so I'm going to just go and just, you know, live my life however I want to live it? I think it partially it was that. You know what I'm saying? He divorced me. I didn't do it. I didn't want it type of thing. So I'm just going to do, I'm going to just do me. Yep. You know what I mean? To the best of my ability, because clearly this ain't working out. And he don't want he don't want me, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I think that was the outlook. She didn't, she didn't, she didn't want it. So I think she was the same way I felt like she kind of pushed me into getting the divorce. I think in that same instance, I kind of pushed her into doing her. You know what I mean? By how I was reacting. Yeah, how I treated her at that point. Okay. At this point, um, like in a show, do you have any like advice for someone like myself? I'm three years in. I don't think me and my wife, you know, pretty much thinking about getting a divorce. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you can advice you could give to me where it can help me stay afloat? Oh yeah. Because it definitely, I I missed all those marks a little bit. So I definitely would say uh, surround yourself with um, solid married people. Solid, solid. I mean, when I mean by solid, I mean people who. We're talking about non-swingers here. Oh, yeah, the non-swingers. We're talking about (laughs) the people who not, oh, we inviting people in our bedrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, We kick them out. We're not talking about them people. No, no, no. We're talking about people that has God in their relationship. Absolutely. That's what I was getting In their at. marriage. Yep. Absolutely. That's what we're talking about here. Yep. So go ahead. Keep, keep you a good, solid, married crew around you. Yep. Um, who could always. And shout out to everybody, all of our married people that oh, surround yeah. us. That we, we talk to so y'all. We got together, too, because we had some praying friends, too. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them and family. But um, so get your, sur- surround yourself with some solid married people who keep God first. Who could always give you good advice? Excuse me, uh, biblical advice. Keep uh, those conversations that you have when you are sick of your wife or tired of her, and you know, she get on your nerves. Keep those conversations away from other people. Mm-hmm. Those other people, they not gonna give you no good advice. They only gonna give you what they 
can give you from their perspective, which is not from a married perspective. Um, and I would say always communicate effectively. Yeah. Communicating communication is, key, is number one. Effectively is different. Absolutely. Because you can communicate all you want, but it's just one ear out the other. It's no. Yeah. Try to understand. Even if you don't understand. Yeah. I, man, even if you don't understand, it's okay to not understand. You know what I mean? Just don't get frustrated. <laughs> don't get frustrated. Absolutely. Anybody in the comment section, if yeah. y'all got any questions or anything, you know, we got we got a little we got a little bit of time. I got about fifteen more minutes left up here. Let me see some of these comments up in here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let me see. Yeah, tearing up these comments. She's I'm loving junk. Oh yeah, she's absolutely. Oh, she's absolutely. She let you have it. She probably talking. So he being cute up here. Okay. I, I never fell off. I saw that comment. Her friends could tell how she felt. She was miserable. We were up at R and B Wednesdays talking about this oh, damn yeah. divorce. Up at R and B Wednesdays. Oh yes. So Rob Davis said, Tiffany, I believe you forced this great guy's hand. That's my opinion. I'm glad he stood tall. Now you guys will grow old together. His neck right when he <laughs> <laughs> hug his neck right when he comes home, damn it. Oh, how were the kids affected by the divorce? Yo, honestly. They probably didn't even know what was going no, on honestly, because you guys were still. Because like you said that, you know, Tiffany, y'all still had a good conversation. It's just yeah, y'all still, wasn't. We still did some stuff together, hanging out. And yeah. Family and stuff like okay. That. I tried to keep, you know, the kids, you know, a little bit more connected, not to what was actually happening, but with the family um, dynamic. Yeah. So, you know, she would still come. Like when the kids came to my house, sometimes mm -hmm. Tiff would come to my house. Of course. When the kids was with her, sometimes I'll go over there. So we kind of, and I tried to communicate certain stuff like that with my daughter. How, Obviously, my son was too small, but my daughter, how, I tried about, to communicate. About that. How old were they when you guys were divorced? Man, I, don't, I think I'm 12, 11, 12. 12, 11 at that time. Yeah, okay, daughter, so they, they still was pretty much. Now, in, so the damn oh, is in the, the building. on the mic. Oh, gosh. Finally. My right-hand man that I ain't <laughs> listened to. It's all good, though. Whatever. We got time. We got time. We got time. Yeah, we got time. Hey, right, what you want to say, bro? Question I want to have is, uh, what advice do you have for the other husbands who might potentially find themselves in your situation who have the circle of support and other married men around them and they see their brother, you know, going through something like that? Like, what advice do you have for them to be effective supports? You know, like, was was there something, like, more or better I could have done for you during that time, even though you were, like, resistant towards me, you know, I mean, as a as a friend? I definitely was resistant. What, what could that person do more, if anything, or, or how could they even, like, feel motivated to still, like, stay consistent in that support of you? Like, this, you know, because I, I was personally, like, I was... I was Thoroughly pissed with you, like, bro. I know, and I felt like, like you did a perfect I job. To, I wanted to fight you, like FYI, you did a perfect job. Real fight you because the advice that I would give is exactly what you did do. You didn't force me. That was the perfect thing to do because even though you, uh, not just you, but if, if I'm speaking to somebody else who is a friend to someone going through that, even though you attempted um, communicate with me. Uh, giving me your wisdom, 
praying with me, even though I rejected that, the best thing that you were able to do, what you did do, was continuously pray behind the scenes. Because the one thing that could possibly happen if you force someone's hand or if you continue to push while they're going through what they're going through is it could potentially shatter the friendship because now that person doesn't feel like you're on my side so what you did was the perfect thing you didn't choose a side you said i'm I'm about to go talk to to your dad (laughs) i'm about to go talk to god for you instead of trying to show me that that uh that in-person choosing because you're not supposed to choose Mm. And, and, that, and that was the hard part is yeah. that I was the who, who, friend of to both of you. So, yeah, yeah. Exactly. so it was like, I'm not going to, you know, have it, you know, be one side or another. But I think that's what made it very, you know, difficult. Like, you know, I think emotionally for the friends and family around you is like, hey, we love the both of these people. And I think that's what is the really greatest thing about the the friends you decide to keep around you. The friends that pop that keeps around his marriage is you want friends around your marriage who are friends to, to the, the both of you, to Ex- the marriage, exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. they don't have a devotion to pop or devotion. And be like, to you know what, pop, yo, go back yeah. to your old ways, man. You used to nah, have yeah, city turned up with the. Nah, and another I don't key, need that. Another yo. key thing yeah. to, the, to being a friend like that is knowing how to respect the space. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because when you're in, when you're the person going through the divorce and you're going through all of that trauma and depression and stuff like that, sometimes you need space. Absolutely. And as a friend that loves you, they don't want to give you space. But sometimes space is needed. So it's, that's the it's perfect thing needed. to do is yeah. to give them the space that they require and continue to pray for them. And then when they are into a, in a space where they're able to open up to you, reach back out to you or whatever the case may be, that will be a choice that they made. But they need this. They need the space. They need the space to think. And that space that I had to think and to, to be alone was that same exact space where I got that re- got the revelation from? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Especially when you got your own relationship with God, you going you going to get it. You going to get it. Sometimes you don't always need to get it from somebody specific. You just need to sit your butt down somewhere and just listen. So. Yeah, because your wife said your people on your side was trash. Were they? Wait, what she say? She said, yeah, because the people on your side was trash. Well, that yeah, 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 that's 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 regular people, not not my team. She better not be oh, talking about yeah, me. Not my team. <laughs> no, 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 no. She, yeah, threw you she ain't talking bus. about my team. Not my Woo-hoo. team. Not 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 my team of four. No. Well, okay. actually, three. I'm number four. But nah, not my team of three, yo. Okay. But yeah. Um, let me see. Those people were asking stuff all yeah, 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 yeah. through this. Oh boy. Yeah, she, oh, Nisha talking about she talking about the others. Yeah, the others, not 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 my 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 crew, my crew solid man. Not, not the Fantastic Four. Did, did any of the people in your crew? Did they you know recently get married when they were single? Say that one more again. The guys that you had in your crew, you said some of them were single, right? No, 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 no. Not my crew. My crew was all married. Married. Yeah, yeah. So what yeah, about yeah. the others? Those were the others were people that I had as family growing up. Yeah, family, gotcha. associates, people that you deemed as friends in the past possibly, but not not your not your now crew. Not your now crew. Those the people that you talk to daily that you just you have no choice but to talk to cuz you work with them or you you know what I'm saying or or 
their family members. You know what I mean? Like that's that's your that's your others. Okay. That's your others. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't deem them actually friends. Okay. Clearly with the advice they give, they definitely ain't no friends. But um Boy, I could Yeah. Yeah. I can already tell how that's how, how that is. I never really had like bad advice from nobody. Everybody's like, yo, if you if you if you and your wife get divorced, it's your fault. Yo, even even like, they not even giving the benefit of doubt if it was her. If she had <laughs> did something, they ain't gonna believe it. They gonna be like, nah, yo. pop, you did something. What did you do? Craziness. Yo, bad sometimes too, and this is what I dealt with too. Sometimes bad advice ain't telling you what you should and shouldn't do. Sometimes bad advice is you not even knowing how to give good advice. Yeah. Because when I'm on the when I'm on the edge, sometimes if you ain't even if you're not guiding me. The right way. Sometimes if you just not saying nothing to me, that ain't good for me. Because mm-hmm. now I'm just going, you know who else on my shoulder? Why, why you not saying nothing? I got the devil sitting right here. And, and he confirming everything. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Like being, <laughs> like being that we made to like the championship of life, like being husbands, right? Oh, yeah. Do you feel like we should be our own advice at some point? Because of we know when we, when we, we BSing. We know, oh, we, know. we know when it's we being toxic. We know that it's not right what we're doing. And then you know you got those friends that don't want to say that you you know you did something wrong. Yeah. They just, you know. Do you think at some point we need to be like we need to hold ourselves accountable for what we've done so that we could become better husbands for our wives or just better people in general? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, if you if you are some type of good-hearted man, I mean, you would have a conscience, you know, that will correct you and let you know what's right and what's wrong and yep. what you need to correct. Um, that's just every human being. It's whether you listen or not. Yeah. <laughs> you know what because I mean? Because there's people that, you know, they, they, they become husbands. Because My thing is, like, people always look at marriage as, oh, it's just a piece of paper and stuff like that. You know, you know I don't want to get married because I don't want to – it's like, you know, the they don't want the responsibilities of what is attached to the husband's name. So they feel like, you know, they wow. don't change as a person. They just say, I'm a husband now, but I'm still, it's a trash can, but Yo. with the husband title sitting right there. I'm a husband though, but I'm still the trash person that I'm, I've been my whole life. I'm not about to change for nobody. So I feel like, you know, as a husband, I've changed my ways drastically because it's like I'm not think it's we're one now. We're yeah, not yeah, yeah. you're a Mrs. James Walker now. You're not Tiffany Williams no more. You're you're mm-hmm. literally one of me. So I feel like a lot of men who are watching this that if you have a wife you have to drop the ego, drop the yeah. drop the BS that you've well, been doing. What they're there for? The wives are there to to help you grow. And to be better and to change certain things about you, that's the, and but that's the hard part about growing being in a marriage is they don't understand that that person who knows you best yep. is supposed to mirror or show you your flaws. Yeah, you know what I mean. But you can't take you can't take that to heart and be like, oh, you know, you know, try to you know fight them all over that. Nah, like if you got a good heart and you want you know to be a good or a better husband at heart. You gotta take you gotta take, you know, what the wives say yep. to perspective. Cause they're not there to steer you wrong. They're technically there 
to show you where you need to grow. So what does the word husband means to you? Does it mean, you know, is it like what what does the word mean to you, so to speak? If you can compare it to what you going through right now in your marriage, what does the word husband means to you? I don't have a word for that. What is the feeling? Think, what is the feeling in? Uh, I say, well, when I think of husband, I think of um, spiritual growth. Yep. And I and and reason why I say that is because when I in my marriage versus when I was by myself, my spiritual growth was because of my wife. Yep. All those things that I didn't know about myself. I found out because of my wife. Exactly. The lust, I found out because, because of, of my wife. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when I think of being a husband, I, that's the stuff that I reflect upon is me spiritually growing because of being a husband. Yep. And you can't be no trash. I mean, I mean, I can't speak for everybody who, who's not, you know, into spirituality or God or whatever the case may be. But that's only me because I, I got a spiritual background. Exactly. can't speak for everybody else, but... So is husband a job or an identity? I believe that it's an identity. I believe it's both. Because you could be a husband without you actually being married. You can have qualities of a husband. Of course. Of course. You got to have them qualities before. But both. Yeah, both actually. You know, it's, it's, too, yeah. it's, it's like, you know, you want to be a singer. You can't just be a singer. Do you know how to sing? Yeah, facts. Do you facts. know how to sing? Facts. All right. It starts with that. Then you go to singing lessons. Then you go to, yeah. you know, you go breath control. Then yeah. it's. You gotta have something in you, you to say. You gotta work exactly. It. You gotta, you gotta, but it gotta start somewhere. I don't think that before getting married, you should lack the qualities of actually being a husband. I think you should understand and know what a husband is supposed to be like, according to you know the standards of biblical or you know what you see. And like um, you guys said, you guys had you had to grow into the marriage yeah. to know exactly yeah. what it's about because you said you haven't seen that. Yeah. You know, because people say that about females all the time. They say, "Oh, before you're a wife, you should be a wife already." It's the same thing for a guy. Like you same should technically thing. already understand that role to a degree to where when you get married, you're not trying to figure anything out. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. So you know. Oh yeah, your father-in-law. He he wanted to speak up here, but he said he can't. So I guess he's texting Tanisha right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, speaking of that, she said, "Oh, her dad loved himself some peewee." I. That's another. That's another thing that kind of like, that drew me back in. It wasn't just the love from her, but it was the love from her family. Yeah. I never stopped being, bro. I never stopped being. You know, nephew or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Like the whole family kept me in the loop, yo. Like I was still. That's that's beautiful. Yo, I was still their that's guy. Beautiful. Like you know what I'm saying? That's like, beautiful. They not even accepting so, somebody else that even. Yeah. Nah, they just going through a little rough patch. You just a yeah. rebound if you was a rebound. So. Yeah, Nisha said she even, thinks um a husband is a position. Yeah, yeah, it is a position. Yeah, rest in peace, Mama Love. Yeah, facts. Definitely. I had um, um I had helped clean out their garage and I have found a lot of photos of her and um their father, he was just, you know, sitting there looking at him for a little while. I said, if you wanna take some time to like, you know, just go ahead and, you know, 
he's like, no, 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 no. I just, you know, I just, you know, it's a lot of stuff in here that's that's valuable. So I helped him put it aside. And I helped him re reorganize everything in there. It was beautiful. It was beautiful to even, mm -hmm. you know, hire me to even do something like that. Because that, that right there, you know, it wasn't even about the money. It was about, you know, I helped someone, you know, know, you know, get a good start on re-cleaning, you know, what he's never touched, you know. It's just like, you know, like your friends when y'all was divorced. I'm positive a lot of y'all friends was like rooting for y'all to get it oh, yeah. get it right, get it back together. So all of those people, you keep those people close Absolutely. all the time. Your wife just said something too. She said, um, would you say lack of spirituality led to the demise of the marriage? I would say absolutely. Absolutely. I was mm. super, super overwhelmed with a lot like of things that were going on. Because like he I said, stopped, he, he, I, he praying, said I, I, I don't care what Jesus did. I stopped I reading. Just, you know. I stopped doing a lot of stuff, yo, spirituality-wise. I, I really, really lacked it. You know what I mean? And sometimes, like we human, so when we get overwhelmed like that, sometimes when we on that 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 snowball going downhill, mm -hmm. yo, we don't know how to slow that thing down, yo. Don't. So we definitely lacked in that area a lot, man. Spirit, spirit, uh, spirituality wise. So that's our time for today, man. Yeah, I want to uh, thank my bro Eddie for pulling up, man. Taught me a lot. I've, I've, you know, I've. We still learning, bro. We still learning to this day, you know. Um, you know, me and my wife, we not really, we don't go through nothing to where it's, it'll get to that point. Mm -hmm. But this is that block that it's like, yo, listen, this can happen. If you feel this way, you need to do it this way because I didn't do it that way and it led to this, you know? Yeah. So, of course. Um, yeah, man, we got this thing out here uh, that we fight every day, man. This flesh ain't no joke. So we we go quite some time, uh, you know, years without having any situations that causes us to want to get divorced. But those days, they they end up coming. You just got to know how to fight it when it comes. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean, I, it just so happens that I, I didn't know how to. So, I mean, it happens, you know. And and even if though, you know, you guys have been through it. You guys, you know, you seek the proper, you know, help that you guys gotten from your friends and family and stuff like that. You guys are back together stronger than ever. So, yeah, buddy. So yeah, that's a wrap, folks. Um, shout out to our sponsors again. I gotta um, want to give one more shout out to y'all before we go out. Shout out to Chanel Moy for EXP Realty. Shout out to Karma Lee and her brand, Brand Market National. Shout out to Word with Lamar, Lamar Johnson. Shout out to Touch by Tiff by Tiffany Williams Walker, and yours truly, Walker Junk Removal. And we're out of here. Peace.